Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I am your host. So today we're talking about your greatest curriculum for growth. What are you studying? What's your greatest source of information? And how are you learning about yourself? Those questions are really going to guide us. I'll walk you through it. I'll share some examples of myself, uh, things I'm learning about myself. And then I'm going to give you some reflection questions at the end. So you may want to write those down. Okay. Awesome. Enjoy. All right. So what are you studying right now? Uh, Are you in school? Maybe you're um, going back for an advanced degree or a certificate or taking a course online. Uh, maybe you're taking a course talking about personal development principles. Uh, right now I'm, I'm studying a book, um, really going into depth on the universal laws that, that govern our physical, mental, and spiritual worlds. Um, I'm also analyzing a lot of data. So I'm learning about statistical tests. I know not the most fun, but that's part of my life. Uh, I've got a friend who is heavy into learning about macros and micros in his nutrition, which I find fascinating and not at all the least bit interesting all at the same time. Uh, I've got another friend who is mastering a ton of yoga moves. Uh, Another one that's working on understanding um, the nitty gritty about the stock market. Uh, And then one friend who's just because he's very curious, he's taking an online chemistry class. So what are you studying? And what is your greatest source of information? Uh, So do you have book mentors? Uh, I remember many years ago, 20 years ago, actually, by now, um, John Maxwell was my first uh, book mentor. So he taught me a ton about uh, myself and leadership. Um, And then about five years or so ago, when I joined the John Maxwell team, he ceased to be a book mentor. And now he's a real life living mentor. Uh, I also have, I, I affectionately call them my old dead guys club. So there's a lot of, of my book mentors who have not been on this earth, um, at least in physical body in, in many years. Um, do you listen to podcasts or, um, eBooks or, you know, do you watch the news or follow social media? Um, maybe your greatest source of information is your friends and your family, Is your greatest source of information yourself? Now, most people, uh, they would answer anything but themselves. And I really believe that we're here in this life to learn about ourselves and that studying ourselves is the only curriculum that we really need. The more I go about this life, the more I realize, listen, you can learn all kinds of things uh, on the outside of you. But if you don't turn it on the inside and say, how do I turn this into something uh, good for myself and for others, it's kind of a wasted lesson. So all the sources, um, other people, conditions, circumstances, all of those things are here to teach us about ourselves. And in particular, I believe that there are two things that we're trying to learn. Number one, um, throughout all of that, we're trying to learn um, how we cause ourselves to suffer and the wisdom and joy that we have at our disposal at any time. So the choice. 
Okay. So, so think about it this way. The, the people, the relationships that you have, um, you know, the, the people who are the most successful in relationships, whether it be business or, you know, personal or service, they understand that when they're having a, you know, wonky interaction and they turn it on themselves and say, Ooh, wait a minute, how could I have done that better? Or what do I need to know about myself? They're more successful. Okay. So I'm not saying that, you know, there's anything wrong with you and that all of these things are are coming to show you that you're wrong or bad. That is not what I'm saying. However, the, the people, the circumstances, the stuff that comes at us in life is the very curriculum that when we turn it on ourselves and say, Hmm, what does this say about me? And what can I learn about myself? And how can I turn this into something good? I believe that that is everybody's purpose here on earth. Okay. Your purpose is not whatever job or career you have. Um, your purpose is not about other people. I really truly believe your purpose, no matter who you are, is about trying to figure out who you are and how do you take who you are and, and go out into the world and be a servant to others. Okay. But to go out into the world and be a servant to others without knowing who you are, that's a disservice to the people that you serve. So let me give you some examples from my own life. I I picked four of them. So uh, the first thing I thought of, because it's first and foremost in my mind, is this whole PhD journey I'm on. Uh, Let me just say this. If you're thinking about going back for a PhD, you better be really committed. Okay. It is not for the faint of heart. There's a reason why only 1% of the world's population has a PhD. Okay. Um, but what I have learned throughout this, first of all, I've had to get really comfortable with my discomfort and fears around technology. Um, I, I, I love technology. Um, but there are, are certain programs and things that, um, it just requires a, an up-leveling of my thoughts. And so that's helped me to, well, learn coping mechanisms. You know, Psych-K has been huge. Every time I sit down to, to do anything, especially with data and analyzing and running tests, I, I definitely do a, a stress balance to release any stress I might have. Um, but it's taught me a lot about expectations. Uh, I, I, I find that it's funny because in all other areas of my life, I find that I can have a very high expectation and because I'm in charge of it, uh, I can be relatively assured that, that that's what we're going to reach. However, in the PhD process, there's so much that I am not in charge of. And so when other people are involved, you can have the expectations that you want, but it doesn't mean that you're going to get there. You can do all the right things and not get the result that you want. So it's helped me to learn how to manage my own expectations. And I've learned over, over time, I have to be responsible with what I can do. I'm not responsible for other people. I'm responsible for myself and also put the time in, right? So that's a big responsibility on my part. So I've, you know, got, um, lots of time blocks in my schedule that, uh, allow me for, for writing and and working on this project because, you know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Right. And sometimes it might take you seven years to finish it. I I don't have the luxury that some other people have where their employer pays them, you know, to finish their PhD or gives them time off. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do this as I'm building a business and taking care of kids and all that other stuff. So I say that to say, 
this PhD journey, while it may seem like I'm learning something uh, as far as the, the curriculum and content from the college, I'm really learning so much more about myself. Um, you know, speaking as a mom, my goodness, the, the lessons abound there. Um, but really the, the biggest thing for me is that there's lots of opportunities to regulate my emotions <laughs> and, uh, you know, gosh, uh, over time I've learned how to do that more and more. Um, that's become my goal. Like, okay, I don't want to be the crazy mom, the, the yelling mom, uh, I want to be the mom that, that gives as much love, joy, and peace and encouragement as I possibly can. And so I've had to really work on me uh, in order to be that kind of a mom. Uh, I've also had to, to regulate my fears. Um, you know, when they're little, little, your fears are, oh, I don't want you to get hurt, right? But as the kids are growing older and their their problems are getting bigger, uh, you know, managing those fears and, and releasing them and realizing they're their own people. You know, how, how can I, uh, release them into the, the wide world today and do it in love and joy energy as opposed to fear and worry. Uh, and then just being creative, quite frankly, I, I, uh, am the mom that gives some very creative, uh, discipline. Uh, and my kids know it. And so if I, uh, get to that point and I remember distinctly, this was probably, probably four years or so ago. So something happened with my youngest. So she was about seven at the time. And, uh, and I was sitting at my desk and I had asked her to do a couple things and she just was not doing them. And so I stood up out of my chair and I kind of rubbed my chin a little bit. And I was like, Hmm, I have an idea. And as soon as that happened, all the kids looked at me and the two older kids looked at Ellie and said, you better do your thing. And she ran out of the room and she went and did it. Now, what they didn't know is that at the, at the time, I really didn't have an idea, but I was stalling for time because I knew an idea would come. Um, but because of my creativity in, in, um, these, punishments, if you will. Uh, she, she wasn't so sure about what she was going to do. Right. Um, and I like to have fun with it. Uh, but I say that because I've learned that about myself that, that you can, even as you're trying to correct a child, you can still have love and joy while you're doing it. So regulating emotions, fears, and being creative, um, are huge things for me, but they all come from, me learning about me and me working on me. Uh, another, you know, great uh, opportunity is, is being a wife, you know, working with my husband, God bless him. He's taken a lot of hits over the years. Uh, I've learned a ton about what it means to project onto another person. Uh, it's provided me a ton of opportunities to really um, identify, acknowledge, notice, and manage the stories that I tell myself in my head. Um, and given me lots of opportunities for healing of hurts that I have kind of collected throughout the years before I met my husband. Um, so once I learned a few years ago that, um, you know, he's not the jerk in my story <laughs> that I am, and I need to work on myself, things started to change in my life. And of course, in, in our relationship. 
as a business owner, uh, I've had Grow by One now for about 12 years. Um, it, it's had several iterations. Uh, it tends to grow and, and change very fast. Um, but I have learned that, yes, I'm building this business and my desire really is to serve people. And I gain energy when other people are growing and they're healing and they're, they're serving at a higher level. So when, when you, um, you know, many of our loyal listeners and you're, you're also, I know, um, joined in, in other courses and coaching, but when you're listening and you're taking this in and you're doing something with it, and then you come back and you report the results, man, that makes my heart happy. Uh, the worst thing that I can think of is that I would sit here every day and do a podcast and you would listen and do nothing. I'm I'm not here just to talk. I'm not here just to uh, hear my own voice. I'm not here just to go, woohoo, we almost have 50,000 listeners. Isn't that great and awesome? I'm not here just to entertain and make up funny stories. I realize my passion, my inner passion is really to um, share myself with you in an effort to encourage you to get to know your own voice. Okay. So, you know, all of those things I'm learning, but it's about myself. It's not necessarily about, you know, the classes that I'm taking and, and I am taking classes. I'm in, I'm in several mastermind groups and I'm in several different courses and things like that. Uh, I am learning content, but I also ask myself, how does this apply to me? And what is my inner voice telling me? Okay. So what are you learning about yourself? How often do you listen to your own heart and, and your own inner voice? And who is your greatest teacher? So I would highly encourage you to, to sit down and, and reflect about those questions. Um, some other questions you might want to think about. What lessons have you learned about you so far in your lifetime? Uh, so think about major things that have happened in your, your life and, and what lessons have you learned about you during that time? Okay. Uh, what is a current lesson that you might be learning? And, you know, thinking about your future, not, not your whole life, but maybe even just the next year, what, what is something that you would like to learn about you? Okay. So what, what do you want to learn more about you? Is it about your mental, um, faculties? Is it about your physical body? Is it about your spiritual or your emotional body? Um, uh, what do you want to learn about you? And how do you plan to pay attention so you actually collect the lesson that you want to learn? So for example, if you say, you know what, I really want to work on this emotional thing, but because I feel like I'm kind of going out of control. FYI, let me just reference uh, yesterday's podcast, getting off the crazy emotion train. You may want to reference that too. Um, but if that's what, what you want to work on, what's going to be your plan to pay attention to your emotions? Okay. So you are your best teacher. So pay attention. Class is in session. Okay. Awesome. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.